Hello, and welcome to another episode of Mike M's Weekly Reads. A dreary day today, um, but I, I did manage to come home a little early. Next weekend is is a f- possibly a three-day, well, it is a three-day uh, weekend because of the holiday, but I might try to do a four-day weekend if everything kind of works out at work. I don't know if you heard that weird thud that just, it was like it's really light on the recording cuz but I went back and listened to it to make sure I wasn't hearing shit but that was pretty freaky it's like I heard something upstairs like a thud like something falling and then I was like well maybe it's my pile of books or something like that I went upstairs and there was nothing out of place I don't know what it was. The only thing I could think of is my neighbor has goats next door. And if he shut the gate really hard, it might have shaked the house enough that that's what I felt. But it's pretty freaky. I even forgot what I was talking about. <laughs> oh, gosh. I, I guess I was talking about the situation about the holidays and stuff coming up. But... Uh, I haven't done one of these Mike M's Weekly Reads in, in, in uh, I think it was like two weeks, three weeks. And I was getting pretty good, pretty good caught up because I was, I was taking care of like two weeks at a time. And uh, <clears throat> I don't know what today will look like because I really got to uh, file some comics away. I got a shipment of comics from DCBS. I got a process. And then I have to merge them to take it to the storage unit so uh i have to do that so i could take it early in the morning tomorrow before we go to the theater so um yeah i I got that work to do and really i want to read i want to read some comics but i was i was posting on twitter about my mood lately and uh I, I go through these weird mood swings with comic books, and uh, I am in that phase where I just want to read Marvel and DC. Um, uh, maybe I'm reverting back to my childhood, <laughs> because there, there was a time in the 2000s and late 90s that I wanted to explore other comics outside of Marvel and DC. And now maybe I'm getting older and I'm reverting back to the way I was when I was a kid because I just wanted to to read Marvel and DC. But uh, usually these, these phases that I go through don't last longer than a couple of months. But this has been a pretty long one. This has been almost six months and um it doesn't really apply to like what decade of comic i want to read like whether it be current or or something in the past it just means i i I really want to read marvel in dc and i i think that had to do with the star wars thing that i i recently did um so on my last dcbs order i came in a little hot and uh, I didn't count in the Star Wars that I added at my LCS because it was the DCBS order. So I, 
I came in right about the same as last month, uh, a little under last month's cost. And then I said, but I told myself, you know, I have about nine Star Wars books at four bucks a pop. So I need to take out that amount of money, you know. So I, I did go back in and th there was a couple of things I really wanted. I wanted the PS Arc books, Black Hawk and Plastic Man. Like I, I really itchy to get that stuff. But um, I decided I I just couldn't. Um, and then there was uh, <clears throat> originally on the DCBS order I had selected all of the what is it Night Terrors, you know. And then I, I asked the LCS the other day, are you are you going to treat like Batman? Because there's no Batman that month. There's Batman Night Terrors and there's Superman Night Terrors, but there's no Superman and Wonder Woman. I only get Batman and Wonder Woman from him and Joker and Robin. So those are four, but those are like expensive at $4.99 each. So I, I removed those, and then there was a lot of number ones that I had to remove that I wanted, but um, that me and Bill talked about on, on the Marvel, I mean, on the previews discussion. And I had to take out a handful of those, but I was able to bring it down, you know, in about 40, 45 bucks, <clears throat> which put me back into the ballpark. But then I was looking at the latest previews, not not the one that is out in print, but the one they released on Bleeding Cool. And I was I was poking through the Star Wars again and I saw that almost all but one title were 4.99 and not 3.99. I'm like, "Holy fuck. You know, I'm I'm buying a lot less comics, but they're still coming in hot because Scouts are 4.99. Uh, Aftershock is 4.99, although they're they're not around anymore too much. Um, there's some images that clock in, but they're usually double sized. But I, I'm just noticing a trend that Marvel and DC are really uh, DC Night Terrors, you know coming in at 4.99 and I haven't like verified page count cuz I'll say 32 pages but that's 32 pages with 10 ads, you know? So if you're lucky you get 22 pages and in some cases it's 20 pages. That's pretty expensive. Um So yeah, I took out some things I wanted which which kind of bummed me out and there was some things that that I really wanted. Um that were larger, you know, like in the $20 range and $30 range, but I, I just had to pull it, like, just because, and, and then I wanted those Frank Miller controversial covers, because I think they're great, like, they they were slamming him, this is a 70-year-old man, and these fucking that jackasses on, on fucking social media are like, this guy can't draw, and then they're comparing, like, his Wolverine from... Chris Claremont days his mini series to the Wolverine that he drew in the Wolverine and Ghost Rider mini, and it's like what the fuck are you talking about? And his art has evolved. You you could see it's changed dramatically. It, you know it went from a more traditional comic 
style in Daredevil and Wolverine to something more like Sin City and 300 to something like Dark Knight Returns uh, number three, um, which which he was doing the insert artwork for because there were the deluxe had like. Uh, a main comic story and then an interior mini comic but um having said that i just got like really bummed out that there's these jackasses and they were so they were out it was trending it was out in a fury and fuck these guys like i, I really hate that shit so that was something that really bugged the crap out of me a lot of things bug me on social media, but I just like sort of brush it off. Um, that was one that really pissed me off, though. Um, yeah, it was it was something. But um, the other thing that that I wanted to uh, mention is um, one of my comic my LCS owners went sort of on a vacation and his workers underneath him like really cleaned up the shop it looked incredible i hadn't seen it look like that in at least shit maybe 25 years i don't know but they did uh take some things to a storage unit so it like reduced his inventory but you can like move around and stuff so it was kind of nice i i liked it but uh i did get some back issues um I bought, finally, uh, I, I was debating and wavering on this thing. But I, I think I've told this story before, but um, I, I got into New Mutants with Rob Liefeld again. Like, I, I started New Mutants, and I think I stayed with it through the the Sinkovich, uh run. And then I dropped off for a long time when that book was coming out. And then jumped on when Rob came, and I had it on my pull list, and when that 98 came out, it never got pulled. And then I never thought to, like, maybe I should go spend an extra five bucks to obtain it. And then it sort of became out of my reach when I realized I didn't have a full run of New Mutants, and I was feeling the run, which I I, I filled the run of New Mutants with minus 98, probably like four years ago maybe five and then i realized oh god damn you know this is after the deadpool movies the cost of this is really high maybe i should just get a uh uh what do they call it facsimile edition so i was like oh i'll just ride the facsimile edition and be done with it and uh hopefully that'll uh do it and i, I went with that mythology but the thing in my back of my mind is that's not really a full run that's not really a full run so a couple weeks ago i i came across like a nine six not graded but something that looked in the ballpark of a nine six nine four and, and i pulled the plug on it and now i have a full run so that was a big purchase because it was you know three hundred dollars you know not not a thousand because you know, those 9.8s go for uh, a couple thousand, if not upper thousands, uh, like 1,000 something. But um, 
I, I got an ungraded copy, really happy with it, especially when it arrived. It, it looked better than the photos did. And then I purchased an Aaron Myers uh, set of comics, which I'll be going over here. And um, there were some big comics in that um, in that uh, run. And I'm trying to clean my uh, area just a little bit so I can uh, navigate through them, because my work area is is, is horrible. I've I've been really good about inventorying and filing new comics, but not good about filing the red comics. Because my system is pretty fucked up now that my I, I'm past uh, 92,000 comics, which is ridiculous. But uh, the way I'm inventorying them now is is kind of weird. Uh, I used to do these merges where I'd like merge um, my old comics and new comics, but that has become like fucking impossible. Uh, I, I'd have to retire and, and make that my job for a while and uh, I don't have much time on the weekend like my as I get older time flies and like one week five days of work seem like two and a half now and you know I'm, I'm 53 and the weekend seems like it's eight hours that's how fast like I, I really have eight hours to do stuff <laughs> And uh, I, I think you'll notice this as time goes on, that time goes by faster. I mean, I remember when I was younger, and you're like, are we there yet? Or, or man, this semester is lasting forever. You know, I want things to go by faster, and they're not. I, I would like to get out of work, but it's lasting forever. And it, it, it seems like that was the case when I was younger, and now it's like, now it's moving so goddamn fast I can't even keep up like it's just lightning fast but um the uh comics I got from Aaron are there were two really big items big ticket items there was X-Men number 3 which is the first appearance of the blob this is definitely a fine copy really nice looking copy uh another fine copy if not very fine, it, it looks so good. And I got a really good deal on this because I found out how to search Aaron Myers' Facebook. Like, I can't do it on the phone or the iPad, but I can do it on the computer. And uh, I was able to go back and find an earlier post that he did a long, long time ago. And this is before this book became hot again because this book became hot because the Rhino is going to be in the Craven book. So it raised up a little bit. But I've always wanted this book. And it's the first appearance of Rhino in Amazing Spider-Man 41. I'm always looking to, like you guys have heard, I'm always looking to finish my Doom Patrol, whether it be in My Greatest Adventure and uh, Doom Patrol. And uh, I'm getting, I'm, I have a pretty substantial uh, list of files, I mean list of comics, but... Uh, I still have, I don't know, about 20 more hits on that, you know, between the two books. I do have their first appearance in some of the more expensive books. But I got quite a ways to go, and this is My Greatest Adventure number 81. 
and I'm always looking to get Batman. I, I had achieved my Batman goal. Um, for a while there, I had a goal, and, and I guess it's still a goal, but uh, things have changed recently. But uh, within the last, you know, year, but up to that point, my goal was to have every single DC comic since 1973. And that's about the time I started buying DC and, and just enjoying the hell out of it. I was very young. I didn't buy all the titles, but I, I like to buy, you know, if I came across a quarter or a 20 cents or whatever, I would take that to the drugstore and, and buy buy a comic book. And usually it was DC. I, I don't know why. It wasn't until about the... Uh, I, I think it was the Super Friends. I, I mentioned this, that I was more interested in the DC characters than the Marvel. And then in the 60 Cent era, I became interested in Marvel. So a lot of things are inverted for a lot of you. But uh, that's how I came across you know, DC. I, I originally was reading you know, Sergeant Rock early on because of the Army Men and... Became superheroes later on, and uh, it was, but if it was Hawkman, it was that uh, that Legends live-action show that was ridiculous with Adam West that had Hawkman in it and Shazam, and <laughs> it was more like a comedy. But yeah, I uh, really was fascinated with DC. Well, this is Batman number 201, and uh, it's beyond... Uh, 1973 and I've been doing the same thing for the flash I picked up flash um, 130 I already have from 1973 and above and then I'm working my way backwards and flash I have a pretty substantial run going backwards but from 1973 forward they're all sequential so uh, <clears throat> I don't have a lot of rip hunter time master but I did pick up a rip hunter time master number 16 12 cent edition uh, the first appearance of the Criminal League of Time. The Black Knight was ready for us. One more hack of the broadsword and we're finished. Um, I also picked up a 10 center mystery in space. What makes this one so special is it's the first, uh, not the first appearance of Adam Strange, but it's the first Adam Strange uh, where, where the series started within mystery in space. I got a House of Mystery um, number 179. Why is this a big issue? It's the first professional work by uh, Bernie Wrightson. So there you go. I've been trying to fill in my Masters of the Universe uh, star comics from Marvel, and uh, I picked up 10. I'm getting pretty close. I think I have three issues left. Anytime I can find a Malibu Sun, I will get it. This is a flip book. It has X mutants on one side, and the side I have facing the bag, you know, so you can see it is Pit, because I'm a big Pit fan. Uh, this has way more information about X mutants than it does the Pit. The Pit is like four pages. The rest of the book is is focusing on uh, X mutants, but this is uh, from 1992, number 19, featuring the Pit. Uh, picked up Star Wars number four. Um, I had these originally, but uh, they're not there anymore. So, yeah, now I have that. So, yeah, that was quite a good list of comics to go through. 
and uh, like it. I uh, I like them all. I, they, they were good pickups. And uh, as as time goes on, I'd rather spend more money on the back issues, <clears throat> you know, than the the newer issues. Uh, but uh, especially when they're getting so high in cost. Um, there was there was a question. I, I think it was from Dallow, who's a listener of this show. I don't know if he listens to the other shows I do, but he, I think he does listen to this one. And he asked a question, and I answered it there, but I'm going to answer it on the podcast. He asked if I was supporting the new <coughs> Bad Idea Kickstart monolith. And uh, my answer was yes at the time. And I, I supported it at the $400 level, which was the hardcover, the softcover, and a bunch of one issues done by different creators and it had a, it was a massive and then 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 two things came into mind okay the first thing was i still haven't finished my haven't received my full kickstarter from them for the first wave of bad idea yes they shipped me out the 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 add-ons but i haven't haven't gotten the book yet the hero thing that they were doing and uh so I was like, well, shit, you know, like, when am I going to get this whole full set of incentives and stuff? It's ridiculous. And that was one reason. And the second reason is, I thought $400 could get me two really nice back issues or one issue that's a key in, like, a lower grade. And I'm like, hmm... Wouldn't I rather have that? And I thought to myself and uh, came across and I said, yeah. Plus I got Heroes Con coming up. And I've given you a reason that my mind has been focusing on Marvel and DC, you know. So there's that. And uh, with that, I am going to uh, see if I have a few questions. Um, I'm not sure if I do. And if I do, they might all be from Dallow. Yeah, because I think I... Yeah, these these questions are for a geek brunch, I think. Yeah, I think these are for I'm not sure where I left off to tell you the truth and I don't go back and listen to myself. <coughs> Dallow does ask, I'll lead with these questions. Imagine you had a stall at a Comic-Con selling your collection. What would you choose as your wall books? This might happen at some point because I I would like to turn my comics into money 
before I die so I can give it to whoever, my whether it be my brother or my wife or whoever inherits this stuff. And uh, I, I don't want to have them have to worry about certain things. So I, I would probably put my Batman 3, all my first appearances in the wall books. And I have a lot of first appearances. I could just put those on the wall. First appearance of Ghost Rider, first appearance of Punisher, first appearance of a lot of DC. <laughs> it's incredible how many first appearances I have, keys I have. So yeah, I, I would put a lot of those out there. First appearance of Star-Lord, first appearance of... I don't have Groot, but I have every other Guardian. So, like, yeah, there, there's so many... A lot of Batman villains, first appearance of Poison Ivy, first appearance of Penguin and Silver Age. Um, first appearance of Catwoman, which is a Golden Age Batman 3. So, like, yeah, I, I, I take those with me and put them up. And, uh early issues of I have the first appearance of Grodd the first like there's so much early Flash I have and Justice League and the Flash of Two Worlds yeah I'd, I'd put them on the wall and uh, hopefully those would at least the wall books would draw people in and then maybe have some uh, I would I would take the 10 20 dollar and 30 dollar books because there, there used to be a a seller at Heroes Con, I think they were called Tomorrow's Treasures. I don't think the guy's around anymore. He's an older guy with his wife, and there was another guy that sold art, and those three would set up a huge booth. And I like the way he did it. He had he had the wall books, and then he had like the Silver Age and uh, Bronze Age ten dollar. Uh, boxes and then $20 boxes and $30 boxes I think it'd go up to $50 boxes but they're all like prime books like so like you know get rid of those and then try to sell like they said the other stuff in bundles um, and that would probably be like a lot of this what I've accumulated is a lot of weird stuff and uh it would take a while to sell because there, there's probably demand for it because there are people like me, but uh, it would take longer to sell than the key stuff. So uh, you got question, uh, which two series no longer published would you bring back and who would be the creative team? I think I would like to bring back the... the... Uh, Solar Man of the Atom, uh, written by Jim Shooter and art by Bob Layton. And Magnus Robot Fighter, uh, written by Jim Shooter. And I don't know who I would have draw it. Hmm. Yeah, I'd focus on some of the gold key stuff. A Turok would be nice. Uh, Jim Shooter. <laughs> you could tell how much I love Jim Shooter. Jim Shooter and uh, uh, Bart Sears. What the hell? But uh, yeah, that's where the route I would go. I would go with uh, Valiant, a uh, Gold Key, or or Gold Key in general. 
because uh, Shooter, even when he went to Dark Horse, I loved his stuff, whether it be Mighty Samson, Solar, Magnus, or I can't remember what the third one was. Maybe it was Turok. Uh, the next one says, uh, question, are you backing the latest bad idea? Yeah, I answered that one. So, having said that, I can start removing these uh, removing these bookmarks and save some of the others for another time. I'm trying to see. I have uh, some questions from Jason, but I can't see wh where these came from. I know I answered this one. I'm trying to see what the... Yeah, this is a Mike M's Weekly Read, so maybe this I, I should go through some of these. Uh, what was the most expensive comic book you bought, bought this year? Uh, oof. I think that's the X-Men number three. Yep. Uh, no, it was probably the uh, Rhino issue. It was a little more than... They were all around the same ballpark, you know, $400, you know, range. But those are the ones that, there are three that I've bought in that range. And uh, I, I talked about acquiring them recently. What was the best comic shop you went to on vacation? Uh, well, I, I don't really go to comic shops on vacation unless I'm at, trying to think unless I'm going back home and that's not that's like visiting family and I, I go visit Don's paperback books a lot and that's pretty much it um, because they have back issues uh, at least when they open up the, the building next to it a lot of the other places are are good for they they have wall books, but they're mostly new comics and stuff. So that's I would say Don's paperback books. I, I when I'm visiting my brother, I like to go to the Mile High um, warehouse, but I haven't done that in a while. Um, he's he's in Boulder, so he's about two hours away. Oh, drinking some iced tea. Um, the good questions, and I don't think I answered that. Um, this one I know I did, so I'm going to remove that one. Uh, remove. This one I can remove. Next time you are a guest host on Comics for Fun and Profit, can you do a four-hour episode, LOL? 
I'm being serious. You and Drew have so much fun recording an episode, and I think it's great. And thank you. That was more of a comment. Um, we do run about two hours when we record. Um, but I I don't want to keep Drew up past 1 a.m. <laughs> he, he record he's East Coast and I'm I'm uh, two hours behind him so yeah he we can't go late but I I did uh, make a uh, he made me a shirt for comics for fun and profit uh, it's like Mike Mike M the sixth man off the bench. I make fun of that because every time uh, his brother Kyle doesn't show up, I usually get the call or, or um, Eric from Cowabunga gets the call and I've gotten at least two call. I've probably been on the show maybe four times, I think four times, but that's what he's referring to. So let's remove that. But I did, I did buy a shirt from their thing uh, for the Mike M's, uh, six man off the bench for comics for fun and profit um this one is a uh fun question but it's uh he's like uh how much do i have to pay you to interview you one one month's rent from your storage unit that would be nice <laughs> you wouldn't have to pay me anything to to get an interview but uh that would be nice uh especially if you pay for three of them. <laughs> but he says, I love listening to your weekly reads episodes because you celebrate comics and pop culture. Thank you very much. Jason from Hawaii, who's also does his own show uh, of interviews on comics for fun and profit. So they comics for fun and profit usually is uh, Drew and Kyle doing their regular show and then during the week um jason has an interview show where he interviews somebody so uh that's the comics for fun and profit feed so i think i cleaned up we already talked about that one I, I bookmarked uh, Dollar Bin Bandits because they were going to interview Jim Shooter. <laughs> I uh, don't listen to interviews, but like I said, I love Jim Shooter, so that's uh, I would like to. Uh, I love listening to him, and I hope he's at Heroes Con. I think he is, and uh, I'm definitely bookmarking his panels because I, me and Bill love his panels, and I think Bill's going to Heroes Con too, so it'll be fun. Um, I don't know what wall books I'll be looking for but uh i'll definitely be looking for keys that are that are in ballpark the same as the internet uh, or some golden age books uh specifically national comics or uh, police comics or any of those that feature the freedom fighters i i'd be happy to get uh feature comics you know those kind of things uh Here's another one from Dallow I, I must have missed. Listening to you, three out of fives, and given how many books you get, how do you decide what's the top of your reading stack? 
Oh, that's easy question. I'm a mood reader. So I could be in the mood for a character or something light or I, I it it I am totally a mood reader and I don't read like I don't I don't know what I'm going to read from day to day other than what's uh on the queue for the shows I do like um for DC Spotlight we pre-pick our books we pick two modern books and then we pick four back issue books I pick two and Kyle picks two and then we put that on a a survey and see which one wins so we always cover two modern and one one uh, back issue so that's kind of homework and then geek brunch is also homework and then everything else is totally a mood thing like whatever i'm in the mood for and my mood swings from day to day i might be in a batman mood one day i might be in a spider-man mood the other day or i might want to read ghost rider or i might want to read an old superman comic I, I just never know so it's like totally i'm totally unpredictable other than what's what i have for the you know podcast I think I have a few questions, but uh, I think I have one left from Dallow, so I'll leave, I'll leave it at that, and uh, we'll save it for next time, and then I'm going to take a pause for the cause, uh, get some more tea, and then be back with what I read. All right, I'm back, and let's rock and roll here. We got March 13th through March 19th. And uh, let's start at the bottom. We have movies. Uh, I watched three movies that week. I watched Rambo 2. I watched First Blood and 48 Hours. And I would have watched another 48 Hours, but it wasn't streaming anywhere. I could have bought it, but I didn't buy it. I'll wait for it to stream again on something that I do have. But I went through and watched all the Rambo movies, essentially. But these, these, these are the two I watched. The first two that week. I had a total of 29 comics. I had one Scout, 10 Marvel, two Kickstarter, four Image, two Dynamite, DC, 10. So um, this week, it was a week I controlled. Um... The other week, the week that's coming up, I didn't control, I couldn't control what I read because it was Geek Brunch stuff. So you could see that DC and Marvel were, were the top, but there was a good distribution still. But just shows the, the trend a little bit. The three out of five goes to Dark Crisis, The Deadly Green. This was a, a group of heroes go to Al, into Alan Scott's ring to find one of uh, Pyra's devices from, you know, Crisis on Infinite Earths. Raven, Swamp, he's the big bad in that uh, Dark Crisis. Raven, Swamp Thing, Superman enter the ring while Nightwing, Wonder Girl, and Jade and Todd protect their bodies. So those three enter the ring, Raven, Swamp Thing, Superman. While Nightwing, Wonder Girl, Jade, and Todd protect the bodies. 
So uh, we then go into Dynamite. We had two. Uh, the gods are defeated by Ta'anakht. I don't know how to pronounce that Egyptian name. With the help of the god of fear. Pantha is later unleashed but fails to stop the birth of evil. But the god gave her more abilities to finish the war with Ta'anakht. This Panther series was probably the best that I've read. And I, I don't go back. I think Panther originally appeared in Vampirella. I don't have those Warren magazines uh, except for number one. But I, I think that's the only Vampirella that I have. Um, this is the first issue. I have the facsimile and the real one. Um, but that's... Uh, where uh, Panther, I believe, comes from. Hellcat number one. Uh, Patsy Walker is arrested for the killing of one of her lovers, but she doesn't remember what happened. She gets out on bail and finds a piece uh, that Sleepwalker uses, so he, he possibly confesses to the murder because he is jealous. He, she, he has a crush on Patsy Walker. So this is a mystery, and uh, issue two was fantastic. This is Christopher Cantwell. I forget what the artist's name is, but uh, really good comic book. I really enjoy this one. Cheeky. This is a, a uh, Kickstarter, and it's a bunch of short stories of characters that make their way to a booty contest, and it's available for guys and girls, so it's like... Uh, it, it, it follows Pat Shan's Kickstarter formula that he's successful with is you learn like you have like five stories and, and you're learning about all these characters and then their sixth issue or sixth part of the story is when they're all together and how they like merge their way into the scenario that they're in and this one is a booty contest. We have Superman Lost. Uh, I enjoyed this one. Wasn't a really intending to get this one, but I, I I got it on the spur of the moment at my LCS. I didn't pre-order and decided to add in my pool. Lewis is trying to figure out why a woman had a car and truck full of money and is linking it to a senator. Superman goes on a mission for a Chinese sub with the Justice League, but it turns out to be an alien spacecraft with radiation and an event horizon occurs. When Superman shows back up, he lost 20 years. And it's got a creepy scene in there where he shows back up at the apartment and Lois comes in the door and he's just standing there like like a ghost. Like he doesn't... It's, it's kind of freaky the way the art is, um, is shown there. It's really cool. Immortal X-Men number nine, Mr. Sinister works through the scenarios to try to take down the Silent Council. Uh, I am enjoying Immortal X-Men a lot, and especially the Minister, Mr. Sinister stuff. This book I am reading digitally. I, I don't own it, um, and I'm starting The Sins of Sinister just recently, which links sort of this, and... Uh, enjoying that uh i don't get those digitally either there, there's a few comics in the x-men that i do get digitally x-men wolverine and x-force 
we have Superman number one, Dawn of DC. Luther's in jail, but turns out LexCore turns LexCore into SuperCore, and then when Superman ignores Luther's instruction to take out Parasite, it looks like he's going to lose. Adventures of Superman, John Kent number one. This is Dawn of DC as well. Like this one quite a bit. Uh, this is a four out of five. So all the ones from Pantha are a four out of five. The only three out of five was that Dark Crisis Deadly Green. <clears throat> Dark Crisis the Dark Army. Uh, oh, uh, the John Kent one is Ultraman is touring the universe, killing all of Kal-El's and is headed towards Earth. Remember that Ultraman had captured John during his aging adventures. Uh, satellites dropping out of the sky and John and others have to stop them from crashing all over the world. Val Zod from Earth uh, 2, uh, New 52, comes to help along with Red Tornado from World 2. And if you know Red Tornado from Earth 2, from that comic book in New 52, that's Lois Lane. Mr. Terrific verifies their story about Ultraman, Earth 2 references, and John has a moment of Superman blue powers, so the electric blue Superman. Dark Crisis, Dark Army number one, Robin, Red Canary, Sideways, Dr. Light, and Power Girl go into the multiverse to find chains to stop the Dark Army. Dr. Light becomes very powerful as they complete their mission and free the Justice League incarnate from being possessed. Weird Western Tales 1 through 4. This is an anthology. It's a Vertigo series of great Western uh, short stories in the Vertigo style. It was quite entertaining. X Factor number 4. This is after the Hickman run. Uh, find out when in Other World the resurrection process is all jacked up. Otherworld is where the Captain Britons and uh, Knights of X occur. Ruxlide is brought back on an empty shell, and Apocalypse and Richter are in bad shape. Mutants are burned from gates to Otherworlds and external gates. New burned. Mutants are banned. Banned from gates to Otherworld and external gates. You see why I write this down because <laughs> I I won't remember like back in March and uh, maybe high points, but very high points. Uh, Spawn 336 through 338. Kane, who's now saying, oh boy. And I forget what his other name was. So he goes by three names. He's the old man in the jacket with the beard he has such a cog 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 i'll call him cog cogliostro that's also a name for him versus abel the forsaken when abel's coming out on top as they are headed to attack the clown on the island cygor and overkill after medieval go after medieval spawn and nix and jim go into al's brain only to be captured by al and haunt Sin gets one burst of energy to take out Forsaken. Sin makes it to hell. Nyx recovers half of the dead zones from Jim Downing. The vampires 
if if you don't know who Jim Downing is, Jim Downing is the guy that became Spawn after Al. Uh, the vampires fled Omega Island, and Sin and Clown remains in control. Backstory of Nix and how she was Spawn's ally before he died. Uh, then she died and resurrected through a spell, and how Green World was aligned itself with Jim Downing to try to get the dead zones first. Nix wants to talk to Gaia, but uh, Green World avatars say she is not available. She's available. They're just say, hey, no, she don't want to talk to you. They don't. They have their own motives. Phantom Road, a truck driver, almost crashes into a woman because of an object on the road, and they are attacked by dead carcasses. Uh, I read the second one later on, but it was really, I like this one. Jeff Lemire horror, horror show on the road. A trucker horror show. Uh, ben Riley, uh, Spider-Man 2 through 5. Maybe I didn't take all the credit for Marvel. i got to check again. I did. Ben is being attacked left and right as he struggles with the sanity of that being a clone. He fights Scorpion, Lady Octopus, and Craven, and finally discovers he is being manipulated by Spider-Side, another clone like Clayface. We think he was defeated in an issue four, but find out he is back at Ravencroft and freed everyone. Spider-Side almost kills Ben, but then saves him at the end from all the inmates. He transferred part of him into Ben. Could this explain the dark web? We have this was pre 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 dark web by the way. This is the mini series that was five issues prior to dark web. Captain Adam eighty three. This is uh, Charlton, but I counted as a DC comic. My earliest Ted Cord Blue Beetle. Today I gave it another read. Uh, Captain Adam's costume is cut with radiation and leaking, which turns on his public perception. A uh, nuclear reactor almost explodes, but when Captain Adam absorbs it, and he loses his powers and is knocked around by goons. Also the first appearance of Ted Cord, who is the first outing, almost gets demasked on his first outing. He later captures the villain. We have Vanya. This is the jungle girl. Vanya and her lover are found... By the organization that send, and this is number four, send them in the past. This is a Kickstarter. We learned why they are stuck, and they met Guy and have lots of sex. Later, they are on a mission and caught by some fighters and imprisoned. This is a very adult sexual book, but it's also full of action and full of the jungle and prehistoric creatures which makes it pretty awesome and the art is absolutely beautiful it's just it's amazing thunderbolts uh this is volume four number one and two wow i really enjoyed this way more than i thought i would great lineup of characters hawkeye america chavez persuasion uh, guts and glory spectrum power man and ee ego in the aftermath of the Devil's Reign, Luke Cage try, uh, tries to put together a team of heroes to protect New York. First mission is take down Fisk, Thunderbolts, and next is they defeat Ego, which they uh, later recruit for the team. And that's not Ego, like E-Go, it's E-E-Grow. 
Uh, I have X-Men number nine. Man, this is heating up as Brand starts a war resurrecting Vulcan. Uh, really want to read the next issue, and I did <laughs> when it was available on the iPad. So the ones I read digitally were X-Men Immortal and X-Men... Um, I think I read X-Factor and the Immortal X-Men. Uh, so I read I read three books online. And then the 5 out of 5 goes to Scout Comic. Third Wave 99, number 3. The kid finds out his boss is sleeping with his mom and finds out he gets a rejection letter from college. Later, they get a sponsor to go to surfing in Africa, but the witness protection agency will not let it happen. With a fake ID, they go anyway. But the sponsor knows who he is and is trying to kill him. Very exciting uh, comic book. That takes us to March 20th through the 26th. We have uh, six movies. We have Rambo 3, Andor, which is a TV show. And we have Death Wish Remake with Bruce Willis. Those I ranked a 4 out of 5. I then have the 5 out of 5s as March Madness. I watched a lot of basketball. Um, the, it was amazing uh, uh, basketball, college basketball. I really enjoyed this year. A lot of uh, upsets and interesting games. The finale was kind of a letdown, but other than that, they were good games. Uh, we have a 5 out of 5 Rambo Last Blood and Rambo Last Blood was really good and so was Rambo we had 22 comics 4 Marvel uh, 11 Image uh, 1 DC 1 Dark Horse 2 Behemoth and one, 3 Antarctica we have the 3 out of 5s we have Hor 20th Century Men. Not sure what is going on, but it is political intrigue that started in Vietnam and then comes to times when Russia was in Afghanistan. I was so confused. The art is good. The words make sense, but the story did not. Um, that's one that I I would have canceled if I, I uh, could. Now I'm being, being a little more critique on the image and the other independents uh, lately. And I'm trying to read more number ones in order to redirect my cost to other books. Horror comics number 15 through 17, a bunch of sci-fi horror, small anthology stories. There were four, some were four out of five, some were three out of fives, but overall it was a three out of five. Some really nice art pieces and some mediocre ones. Uh, four out of five comics. We have uh, Lazarus Planet Alpha number one. The Robin grandmother is trying that she's uh, Rasha Ghoul's um, mom is causing problems, and Robin forms a team to rescue magic characters and set them free, and he does. The second story is a monkey prince story, and it did not move the needle for me. I'm not. It actually made me like. Am I, do I really want to read Monkey Prince? So it's going to take a while to get back to that. Uh, the Firstborns, uh, this is a behemoth comic. It's by an art team I absolutely adore. And the creator I really like. This is the uh, one boy keeps having visions of a 
alien stuff and David, the missing kid, um, who gets killed by some punk rock kids. The parents go, come to the schools asking for help, and the punk, the punks that killed him, is, are questioned by the police. But he does not give anything away. He convinces the other two kids to go bury David and the bike. Meanwhile, the kid with the vision gets his friends to go into the woods and they find an alien artifact. And he touches it and they all absorb into the embryos, just like his vision. We have Exterminators number five, the finale. Dazzler gets the Vampire Nation to agree that she can have revenge against Alex and blinds him and turns him over to the vampires. Jubilee, Wolverine, and Boom Boom uh, take on the Collector. Jubilee goes atom bomb and then has magic teleporter back before she dies. Uh, this fun series. It had some funny moments. It was entertaining. Uh, Jubilee was absolutely fantastic along with Boom Boom. They made the book for me. These are four out of fives, by the way. The, the three out of fives were Horror Comics and 20th Century Men. We have Scorch 13 through 15. She Spawn, Redeemer, and the Freak have a run-in with the Mandarin Spawn. Margaret Love and Necro escape to the Dead Zone because of the NYZ and are seeking revenge on Spawn. The form and They form an alliance with Mandarin Spawn, Soul Crusher, and Medieval Spawn fight Love and Necro. Gunslinger Spawn leaves the group because he feels they're not meeting their promise to send him back. He has a run-in with Eurizen, who seems to be a demonic and bring on the end of the world. We have Gunslinger Spawn 15 through 17. Two thugs kill innocents to steal from them and are hunted by a mysterious being. Javier re reunites with Taylor uh, to help him track down uh, Javier is the uh, gunslinger spawn and Taylor is the boy that he met first and number one uh, track down more killers from the past he goes after the corporate one and has conflicts because some speedster wants to kill him too the speedster name is focus and they join forces to fight a bunch of angels who are protecting the mysterious boss the the kill the, the boss they kill the boss and strip the wings off of the angels but almost die in the process gunslinger spawn attaches the wings onto his body like they just merge themselves on very strange king spawn 18 through 20 uh there's an organization with a lot of money and they hired people to go after terry he escapes and they continue to hire people to bring in them body parts for unknown reasons. Sam and Twitch uh, are under the trying to get information from the organization and they are threatened. Spawn goes after the one of the punk harvesters and kills him. Spawn forms an alliance with Sam and Twi Twitch. It looks like Scion is Scion. Uh, Spawn's daughter is alive and has aged. Th this was incredible. You throw in salmon twitch, and this made it a you know a five out of five. And spawns are usually a four out of five for me. But I really love this stuff. Uh, White Savior was a dark horse comic book. Um, a man in current time gets told about White Savior, a samurai of the past. 
He later stops a mugging, but it was staged, and they steal his wallet, and he is chasing her and ends up in Japan and meets with the White Savior. It, this was a very well-drawn comic, and the pacing was on top-notch. I, I, I just thought it flowed really well. Uh, if you're looking for an interview, uh, Jason does interview these guys. Um, they had contacted me originally, uh, which was odd because I'm not an interview podcast. But I guess they listened to Geek Brunch and uh, I, I guess thought they could get help from me. But um, I don't really do that. And that's not one of my goals. But uh, they were real kind and stuff. And I forwarded to Jason and he was kind enough to do the interview. And uh, I listened to it. It was good. Um, they they even mentioned me, <laughs> which which is very odd. But uh, Savage Dragon 264, The Secrets of Paul are, are revealed. And he is the original creation of dragons Eric created as a kid. So, like, Eric, as a young kid, created Sa- Dragon, okay? And later on in his early works, uh, Dragon appears. Well, that is Paul. Um, So, uh, graphic fantasy and Megaton years, that's Paul. Similar history of the Savage Dragon we read with slight tweaks. We have the variants, Marvel Comics, number two through four. Jessica runs into more variants of herself. She also gets information that the woman who shared experience with Kilgrave and killed her family after 10 years, killed herself. Jessica is worried, so she sends Luke and her daughter away to an undisclosed location. She asks She-Hulk to watch over her. As she becomes friends with the variants, they have a seance, and Jessica uses Professor X to trap Kilgrave in her mind, and Professor X reveals it is not Kilgrave but herself. We find uh the jewel variant the jewel is is Jessica's alias when she was a superhero uh, before Purple Man got to her or during Purple Man got getting to her and uh the jewel variant is bad and she calls um upon more Jessica variants to fight for her. This series was by uh, Gail Simone, and it was written like she's channeling Bendis. It it was such a good, uh, well-thought-out series. And um, there's one more issue I'll I'll talk about in the future. But uh, again, the summary for uh, March 20th through March 26th, the five out of fives were King Spawn, 18 through 20, White Savior from Dark Horse, number one. Savage Dragon, 264. Variants, two through four, from Marvel Comics. From the previous week, the only five out of five was Third Wave, 99, number three. I want to thank you for listening. And this has been Mike Myers with Mike M's Weekly Reads. You can find it on geekbrunchpodcast.com. You can also go to Facebook and follow Geek Brunch Podcast. Click the like button. Follow all the episode threads there. You can contact me on Twitter at Mike Myers Brunch or via email at Mike at comicbooknoise.com. I want to thank you very much to Dallow and Jason for questions. And uh, I want to 
thank those that listen to the show and support the show. I'm sorry I have been delinquent. Uh, I had uh, some vacation to do and put me behind on Geek Brunch, Geek Brunch Retro, and uh, I think I'm back to doing everything on a timely basis now. So hopefully I will do another two and next week and uh, over the holiday. Maybe I'll do two episodes because we're not planning on leaving uh, the house or anything. I mean, we're, we're not going to travel and uh, we should should do pretty good there. So uh, thanks for listening and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.